your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. All right, we've got a question here from Catherine, and she says... Hey Carson, my horse sometimes get real sometimes gets really spooky out on the trail. Uh, sometimes he wants to go faster when he's pointing in certain directions, and he has just an overall tenseness or nervousness about him. What are some things I can do to help this? All right, so what one of the things that can help and we haven't really talked about this a whole lot in any of our previous podcasts but there is something magical and we'll talk about what that something is in a minute but there is there's something magical about trotting a horse really really fast on a loose rein in a straight line but I mean you can do real big giant circles and figure eights and two but uh you would be amazed at how many times somebody had sent me like, you know, a problem horse. And for the first week, all we did was long trot down dirt roads, you know, going a couple miles a day or whatever, just letting the horse free up his feet and travel and go somewhere. And how much that really, really helped that horse in every area. It didn't matter what he was there for. Uh, it helped in every other area. So the the biggest thing is realizing that it's a little bit counterintuitive, you know, on a horse that's a little tense or you're not feeling real good on to just chuck them the reins and say, hey, trot really fast or, you know, even lope a little bit. But the thing about horses is, remember, you know, we all know that horses – move their feet for to satisfy that feeling of safety. So when when a horse feels confined or when they think that they cannot freely and naturally move their feet with a human on their back, and a lot of them think they can't, and they're actually right because a lot of people won't let them, well, then it gives them reason to get tense and tight and spooky. So it's really counterproductive, but... Trying to hold back and bottle up and contain a bunch of nervousness will just amplify all of the nervousness and the negative side effects that go along with that in a horse. And we all know what they are, uh, just, you know, common horse problems. But if you can open up and allow those feet to free up and move, that's also going to free up his mind. One of the best things that it's going to do is that horse is going to say, oh, wow, I can travel with a human on my back just as loose and just as free as I would out in the pasture or out in the wild if I was, you know, needing to escape danger or something like that. Now, I need to put a little disclaimer in here. There are some horses to where if you let them get to loping or, or running a little bit, They'll just run harder and harder and faster and faster. So, you know, you have to regulate that a little bit. Now, if they're right in their head, 
they're only going to go as fast as you're telling them to go. And when you stop telling them to continue going fast, their default will just be to start slowing down until they're at a walk or a standstill, which is, you know, really good. Uh, Other horses, you know, if they're not used to having any speed with a human on their back, they may bolt or something like that. And a lot of you might be saying, well, I would really like to ride my horse on a loose rein, but every time I give him an inch, he just speeds up. And that's a lot of horses, and that might be true, but if you ever want to have that horse that can go around and maintain his speed and his gait on a loose rein, you have to start trying to give him that. Now, you know, and there's there's been a lot of times with horses that were sent to me, and you'll have some horse, you'll ride some horses like this too. You know, yeah, maybe you can't give them a loose rein for more than three seconds because they'll just get too fast. But you can give them a loose rein for two seconds and then slow them back down. And then right when they get slow, immediately give them a loose rein again for two seconds and then slow them back down. And then you can build that time. Uh, You can also do the redirecting exercise, and that's on buckaroocrew.com. But it's really, really critical for a horse's mental soundness and so he can just be normal and not have all of these horse problem side effects. It's really important that we practice and get our horses to where they're able to go around on a loose rein at a walk trot and a lope and, yes, even a run once you feel comfortable enough to do that. Oh, and for those of you that don't know, The Buckaroo Crew is our online website where we have all of these different videos. There's a virtual clinic on there, problem-solving section, just all these videos on how to do stuff with horsies. Uh, So that's what the Buckaroo Crew is. But, uh, you know, Catherine, one one of the biggest things you would want to think about for that is, you know, yeah, increasing their confidence helps with Spooky, and, you know, there's a lot of things you can do to help a horse become normal but one of the one of in my opinion probably one of the best if somebody brought a horse who had you know several different problems and they said you have five minutes what are you going to do with this horse I would if he would let me get on him I would get on him and I would just trot him really fast down a dirt road and then turn him around and trot him all the way back on a loose rein uh Having your hands forward, wide, and low, you do want them to look straight ahead where they're going, so they learn to. Excuse me. So they learn to focus and pay attention on where they're going and what's out in front of them, instead of looking all around and, uh, you know, developing where they get distracted really easy and start looking for things to spook at and stuff like that. But uh, you can you can use a you can use trotting really fast on a loose rein as a default for a lot of things. A lot of times people ask a question like, um, okay, say you're, say you're riding your horse out through the woods on the trail or whatever, and then something spooks him, whatever. Uh, should you make him work really hard or should you make him back up? You know, what should you do? And a lot of the times, the thing that works the absolute best, and remember, this is going to sound counterintuitive, but when he spooks, you just give him his head 
and say, trot off really fast. Go, 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 go. Trot them about 50 feet or so, and then bring them back down to a walk, and then just walk on down the trail, pretend like it never happened. See, the logic here is, is when a horse gets a little bothered, and you're the one saying, hey, move your feet, let's go somewhere. And, you know, not that you got to have him run off, you just let him go at a fast trot is plenty good enough, but when you're the one saying, hey, loosen up those feet, move those feet, well, when a horse gets bothered and you're the one telling him to do that, just like the lead horse would out in the herd or whatever, once again, you're kind of, and I say once again because because we've discussed things like this in our previous podcast, but once again, you are the one that is telling that horse's self-preservation, hey, I know what this horse needs to be safe, I got this. Well, then that means the self-preservation walls drop, so to speak, and the horse becomes more relaxed, more trusting of the person on his back, and starts to like him more, and, you know, domino effect. Good things all the way around. Uh, one, time we were, one time we were doing a clinic in Arizona, and a lady brought a horse who matched this exact description, as Catherine's talking about here. And... Uh, first she said, uh, she said, this horse will not lope. And any time you try to go anything faster than like a medium trot, he'll just jump sideways. His head will go to the right and his body will go to the left. Can you help? So I said, well, yeah, sure. Let me hop on him real quick. So got on him in a pretty big, uh, arena where we were having the clinic and I put my hands forward wide and low. Uh, and I had about an inch of slack in each rein that way. If he tried to look to the left, he immediately ran into the right rein and vice versa. So I could really set it up to get him looking straight ahead at where he was going. And then I just started getting him, uh, I got him trotting around there a little bit, just on the, you know, the outer edge of the arena, taking up as much room as I could because I did want him to go. And uh, tried really hard, if I did need to use any rein, I tried really hard to pull outward, not backward. With I tried to use zero back pressure because I didn't want to impede his forward flow and his forward motion. So we got him trotting around, and then I tried to get him to speed up a little bit, and he kind of just kind of drifted sideways. So I kicked a little bit harder with both legs and kind of shot him forward, and the minute he stopped moving sideways and leaked and got a little more forward, I eased off of the legs a little bit. And we repeated this, you know, about five more times, uh, going about two laps around the arena. And after that, he was just looking straight ahead and just trotting real normal. So then I asked him to not lope. But this is the big key here. I didn't try to get him to lope. I asked him to trot a little bit faster. We went a couple laps like that. Then I asked him to trot a little faster. Went a couple laps like that. Well, at that point, he was trotting about as fast as he physically could. So when I said, hey, trot a little faster, he said, you know, horse kind of thought, well, I can't trot any faster. I guess I'll lope. And he rolled right into a lope. And we loped like the length of the arena. And then in the corners, we slowed down, trotted the short side, loped the long side. And we just did that for, you know, a good another five or six minutes. And um, she, uh, you know, he always went around real head high and stuff. And as we did that, his head started to lower. His head probably dropped a good foot and a half in those six minutes of just getting him going and letting him go around on a loose rein and free up. And uh, his expression changed. He stopped jumping sideways, and 
he got where he would really free up and easily roll into a lope and you know everything was good but uh the thing about that is is see a horse would need somebody to kind of give him the benefit of that doubt and just kind of get on and say hey move your feet go 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 good boy and then go 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 good boy you know on a loose rein uh now let me back up just a second here uh when i talk about the hands forward wide and low we're just talking about good rein management it's kind of like the standard way you ride colts or a horse that's not good at paying attention or you know a lot of reasons but it's kind of the standard way to ride a greener horse when i say green i don't mean age-wise i mean the level of his understanding and abilities you know you can have a 20 year old horse that's really green in other words but anyways uh if you want more details about that once again on uh buckroocrew.com we've got a whole section on rain management and how to uh, hold your reins and what you can do with your reins for different things you're trying to do and all that stuff so won't spend a lot of time talking about that but uh that's it's a really really important deal uh, once again, you know, you might, you might be thinking, well, if I try to let my horse go with a little bit of speed, I think it'll end in a disaster. So that's when you, you know, do the fencing and, you know, get him in a round pen, get all up above his back, make sure he's totally good with that. And then like I did with that horse, just start trotting him really, you know, don't just get on a horse that's not used to loping with people on his back and try to lope off it'll usually go weird on you before it gets better. But you get on them and you get them trotting about what their average trot would be. Or in other words, you know, what you could easily get them to trot, whatever speed that would be. And then you just start kicking a little bit or smooching or whatever until you feel them trot just a little bit faster than what they would do kind of more or less on their own. And right when you feel them trot a little bit better, you completely ease off of the legs, reach down, pet them on the neck, give, you know, just let them feel a few seconds of release. Then you go right back into it and you keep rewarding that try. And the horse says, oh, wow, the answer is trotting faster is the release. Well, after a couple minutes of that, you can have them zinging around there trotting really, really good, you know, and then. You make it the horse's idea to lope by not not trying to kick him into a lope, but by saying trot a little faster, a little faster. At some point, that horse is going to make the decision himself to roll into a lope. Uh, it work that works. That technique is great for teaching a horse to pick up the correct lead. Uh, there's been a hundred times people said, "Yeah, this horse will not pick up the left lead," taking him to a bunch of different trainers, yada yada, and after getting him to where he would trot really fast in a big left circle get him zinging around there and then say hey trot just a little bit fat and pop right on to the left lead or the right you know whichever one he's struggling with uh i've done that on hundreds of horses and it never fails so there is so so much good that comes from being able to trot a horse really fast on a loose rein and they don't normally talk about doing that as kind of a foundational thing that you need to have, like standing still to be mounted, you know. But I would say that that is probably the single most important thing 
you would want to do on a horse. That's the same reason it's so important on a colt's very first ride. The first thing you do, you don't try to steer them, you don't try to do anything except for get them to free up their feet and move out and go somewhere and really get to trotting and then go into loping and all that in the round pen. You know, before you'd ever ride them in an arena or much less ride them outside. Uh, we've got a whole other section on the Buckaroo Crew called Gaining Speed for Safety's Sake. And we go into some more detail on a horse that uh, actually needed to have this stuff done on him. So you can see it all there if you'd like to go see it. But anyways, uh, it is, it's, it's a really, really important deal to get those feet freed up and get them where they can go because remember it's it's counterintuitive and it seems contradictory but the more free that a horse thinks he can move his feet the less he will think that he needs to move them and the more you know basically basically the the freer you get his feet the more relaxed he would be i've been starting colts for i don't know how many years now and to this day I would be very, very, very uncomfortable riding a colt outside of a round pen or arena if I had not got him to roll up into a lope a little bit before riding him out in a big open area. There's a lot of horses out there to where they're not used to loping with the human on their back, so anytime they do something kind of quick... uh. You know, say another horse gets out in front of them and they speed up because they feel like they need to catch up with that other horse. Let's say you're out on the trail and a dead branch falls and they kind of spook or jump forward a little bit or something like that. Okay, well, see, all of that is a horse kind of gaining some speed, sort of kind of quickly. Well, you you need to actually be teaching your horse to gain that speed so they can handle that. Because one, even if you don't ride fast, one day fast is going to happen. So you need to make sure that if and when fast does happen and you're on your horse, you and him both are going to be like, oh, okay, speed up a little bit. We do this all the time. Uh, you And those of you that do it, you know, kind of consistently, you might find that horses that get ridden to where the rider does a lot of transitions, you know, walk, trot, lope, walk, trot, lope, walk, trot, lope, walk, trot, lope. Those horses are really, really easy to ride because they're just so mentally okay with speeding up, slowing down, going faster, you know, all that stuff. Uh, in our clinics, uh, our, in our clinics, one of the biggest things we work on are transitions and I'll sit there with the microphone and I'll be like, okay, everybody, we'll get going in a big circle, you know, and I'll say, okay, everybody walk your horse and I'll let them walk for 10 seconds. And then I'll say, okay, jump them into a trot and everybody trots for about six seconds. And then I'll say, now come to a stop, back up three steps, walk forward for 10 seconds. Now trot for 20. Now do a medium trot for 10 seconds. Now do a fast trot for 30 seconds. Now do a lope for 10 seconds. Now back to a very slow trot for five, medium trot for five, walk for 20 feet, come to a stop, 
take one step back and then skip the walk and go jump them right into a trot from a backup. And it really gets those horses really, really mentally sound and, you know, reliable. So, Catherine, one of the one of the best things that I would say that could help that horse is try to get him trotting really fast on sort of a loose rein, you know. And remember to try to keep him looking straight ahead with the rein management. You know, your uh, your hands want to be forward, wide, and low. And, you know, you only want to have an inch or two of slack in the rein. So if he goes to look to the left, you don't even have to do anything. He will just immediately run into your right hand. If you, you know, you're riding two-handed here. And uh, also, if, if you know, if you feel like he's unattentive, that's going to help a whole lot as well. So... There's a lot of good things that could come from it, but just give that a shot. And I'd say, oh, I don't know. I'd say ride them four or five times like that. And I bet you will notice a really big difference. You've been listening to the Carson James podcast, real simple horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends.